It's a dirty show, by the way. Yeah, obviously. You can say fucking shit and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the explicit tag. I mean, I, the second half we talk about sex after all. So I definitely threw the, it's the mandatory explicit on there. Even then, I'd rather watch, well, in a group setting, you almost don't want to watch something good. You're going to miss something. And it's almost, it's a very personal experience, but I don't know, I'd rather fucking have an orgy in theory. If you had a group of people together. Yeah, do something <laughs> fun. <laughs> Kill someone for sport. <laughs> something like that. Episode 3 of the Screams and Moans podcast. Podcast about films and sex, just not together, because that would be porn. Today, we have with us John Papa Giorgio from Papa's Basement. How are you doing today? Oh, I am well, and yourself? Oh, I'm doing good. Did you have a uh, good New Year's celebration yesterday? Yeah, not bad. I got to stay in and not spend a dime with the girlfriend, so that's always a win in my book. I know most people are coughing up like fifty, hundred dollars a ticket to get into some shitty hotel where they give you champagne and one of those little, I don't know, what the hell do you call them, the flute straw proboscis-looking things that you blow on? Yeah, the little noisemakers. <laughs> yeah, you get that and some champagne and some cold prime rib and that's supposed to be like a hundred bucks so i got to do nothing i sat around and watched some of that twilight zone marathon which i'm guessing what? is over by now <laughs> twilight you know the the yearly yeah. sci-fi twilight zone marathon they've they've done that kind of that's their thing for the last three or four years oh my my brother and mom are very vocally fighting in the other room all of a sudden too so <laughs> hopefully that will bleed into the recording give it a real mediterranean pig shit feel give you the whole picture of mediterranean yeah life. oh just disgusting horrible beings we are oh i wouldn't go that far i would <laughs> yeah well it's it's the same way here i ended up <laughs> not the fighting but the staying in um yeah, my housemates that I live with actually had a event that they were invited to go to. And yeah, it was $50 a ticket and you didn't even get booze or anything. It was basically, oh, you get the privilege of coming in the door and hanging out here and make yeah. a noisemaker. That's, that's Midwest prices. Right. Like in an actual city, that's like $200. Hey, we have actual cities here. You have, you have Slaughterhouse Chicago. That's about it. <laughs> I'll give you that much. Hey, Minneapolis and St. Paul isn't that small. Is it? I have just turned the entire middle of the country against you. <laughs> Way to go. Thanks. That's my biggest. <laughs> Who needs those flyover listeners? Screw them. If you're not in California or the East Coast, fuck you. Fuck you all. <laughs> yes, that's that's what we East Coasters think on a daily basis. Oh. I repeat that to myself as I nod off at night. Oh, no. 
<laughs> well, damn it. Get off my fucking show then. No. Um, Don't worry. I, uh, I'll cut you in with this East Coast magic a little more. <laughs> well, and then, like, when we're done, you can be like, get off. I've had enough and act like you made a stand. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I do appreciate uh, you offering to come on the show on somewhat short notice and uh, with the holidays. So. Oh, my pleasure. I mean, you're letting me record via Skype, via my iPhone microphone. I'm trying to sneak in via a third time to show I have zero vocabulary. I have failed, but I'll try. All... I'll get it in there later. <laughs> All your words have like three letters or less. <laughs> <laughs> right now I'm just stroking my, one of my cats. That's not a euphemism. I just have like two cats. One of them's in the room with me. Well, you know, he yeah... was on my lap earlier, like a Bond villain thing, but... Well, you know, that, that totally leads to stroking the pussy. I mean... Can't... I'm a fan of that. If by pussy you mean vagina. Yes. Oh, are we get being medically specific and correct? No, I mean, I'm, I'm not <laughs> C. Everett Coop here. I just... I pet cats, too. That's, <laughs> that's going nowhere. No. Let's do some movie yes, talk. Exactly. <laughs> Moving on to Norway, actually. Um, and subtitles. So at least we both know we can read. Yeah, and we feel smart. Even if it's the dumbest shit movie on Earth, you're like, I had to read it, so I are Brainiac. That's right. It's very sophisticated. I mean, it was at the Sundance Festival. so. <laughs> was it really? They, yeah. I guess that used to mean something more. Right. But sure. Yeah. We, we watched a Sundance film. Look, look at us. Oh, we're posh. Um, <laughs> speaking of the film... <laughs> um, we watched Dead Snow, um, which is a Norwegian zombie horror comedy. Um, that's, that's quite the mouthful. It really is. I'm glad you didn't go for a cheap joke there either. You're better than that. <laughs> I'm above that. It's a new <sighs> no, year. No, I'm not. I just, I, I didn't want to make it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's a new year. Maybe I should raise my, no, no. <laughs> Why do it now? Exactly. Wait wait till the show's over. We we have an hour of recording to get done. That's right. We'll keep this high production quality. So, um, yes, and uh, it was directed by Tommy Workala, who also did Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I thought he did nothing American. I thought I was just going to dive in like a hawk on a mouse. Like, who the fuck is that? Why are you mentioning it? But uh, there you go. Yeah. Well, but he did. <laughs> you showed me. <laughs> I do my research. No, he um he actually did mandate though that it was like taped all in in Europe, I think, or something like that. So another high quality film. But um, we'll get back to Nazi zombies. I love that. I know. I'm just looking at his his entire uh, catalog right now. Oh. Because I, too, can do research in the form of clicking a name on Wikipedia. And in 2007, he released Kill Bulo, which I guess is Scandinavian Kill Bill. Really? <laughs> wow, it really was. I clicked and was joking. But Kill Bulo is a 2007 Norwegian parody <laughs> of Kill Bill. So, fuck my mouth. Oh, well, I know what I'm doing Saturday night. <laughs> Kill Bulo marathon. That's right. Parts one and two of Kill Bulo. Kill Bulo. Oh. So, yeah. I mean, being that it was a horror comedy, I mean, it did kind of poke fun at itself throughout the film. I mean, even, you know, with all the cliches about... So, 
the movie's basically about a bunch of Norwegian medical students who are going on an Easter holiday out. Were they med students? I forgot that touch. Yes. Yes. Because uh, at one point, uh, the ones, one of the smart-ass guys um, says, well, I'm pretty sure we can take care of ourselves. You know, we are medical students. And <laughs> the, oh. the creepy guy who visits the cabin says, like, well, what are you going to do when you're, you know, tied up by your intestines and, you know, wow. being hacked so we, off? we have character development and foreshadowing in one fell swoop. That, that is talent right there. <laughs> I feel like the character was like, well, you know I'm from St. Louis. And that was literally only said because somewhere back in the character's bio, it's like, Steven is from St. Louis. And so they had to sneak it into the script at some point. <laughs> That could be. I thought maybe you were just trying to slam the Midwest a little more. No, no, no. no. It has no impact on the plot. We don't see him in a Cardinals hat and nothing. Oh, well, if he's from St. Louis, he should definitely wear a Cardinals hat. Uh, that is their thing out there, apparently. Oh, I've I've only been... To, yeah, I have been to St. Louis, actually. Up in the arch. Really? Yeah. Is is Nellie cordial? Hmm? He and the rest of the St. Lunatics. Nelly. <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> you're, you're my age. You can get the, the ride with me reference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, are we going to be riding dirty and all that? I, it depends on the second half of the pod. Apparently, that's where the smut nugget is contained. Yes. The, the gem of the... No. I think the movies are the gem, but then we kind of go down into the gutter. The I just I feel bad that I'm selling this film short because again if you visit the Wikipedia and you look at the cover of Dead Snow at the bottom with zero irony it says one of the 25 best zombie movies of all time <laughs> you, you know a movie's good when it's bragging that it's in the top 25 <laughs> yes. that, well, that is how I want Goodfellas sold to me <laughs> not a bad mob movie not a bad one one of the best 100 mob movies of all time. <laughs> Just I've seen worse in quotation marks. Yes. Oh, that could be like the critics' acclaim, you know. Yeah, really. It's if you're if you're reaching, did not fall asleep. Was still awake at the end of the film. Actually watched it all the way through. I mean, I guess that's difficult depending on the temperature of the theater. But let us <laughs> let us proceed with the movie. Yes, but. Well, with that, too, I mean, the film pokes fun at itself. I mean, even as they're, you know, walking to the cabin, you know, they jokingly say, oh, hey, you know, just like a horror movie, we're going out to a cabin and there's no cell service, you know? I wonder what's going to happen. And <laughs> it's just fucking... Yeah, I mean, I I don't like to cut too much slack for uh, that with a movie, even if it's poking fun at itself, because you, you still made... A piece of crap at the end of the day it's like the white guy who's like oh i can't really dance and then he gives a few like half-hearted shakes of his ass to show he can't dance it's like even if you know you can't dance you're, you're still not dancing dude <laughs> like try aspire to something yeah at least make an effort instead of yeah, yeah we're just, just gonna being open about how crap you are doesn't make you good it it's if anything it, it makes me want to punch you more <laughs> Maybe we should tell some podcasters that. <laughs> <Just know. laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, my first six months doing shows back in the day was like, oh, next time I'm here, I'll do show prep. I somehow thought that was good shtick. Oh. Like, to be open, <laughs> to just be like, here's sharks, here's blood. It, it, it doesn't make you more listenable to say you're bad on air. People just go, why am I listening? And then click off. Wow, you really are bad. Yeah. No. <laughs> 
I'm still at that aiming for improvement stage, but uh, I'm I'm flipping through good. Reddit gone wild while we record. It's pretty amazing. I'm usually in an actual studio where I can't look at pornography while recording, but you're just getting warmed up uh, as we I, talk about the movie. You know, I, so many God, I've been looking at porn since what I was uh, a wee tot. So no, there's there's no warm up. It is just lifeless down there. Lifeless as the zombies we are discussing. Yes. Hopefully it's not a Nazi, though. So, um... <laughs> the, the other... Yes, I've, I've tattooed an iron cross on my shaft. Oh, Keep it, it potent. So, yeah, when it's rock hard, yeah. Um, but yeah, so these, uh, we'll get back to the movie. And, uh, so these med students go out to this cabin. And honestly, at the first... It looks fucking fun. Like they're drinking, they're, you know, um, they've got snowmobiles, they're snow tubing, they're having a grand old time, they're having sex, you know. It's, it's a good weekend until uh the creepy old guy shows up in the cabin. <laughs> I I I genuinely when we were picking movies, we could have done Jack Frost and we could have done Dead Snow. Yeah. And I voted for Dead Snow because weirdly enough, I I in all honesty, have an affinity for what I've seen of, I guess, Norway slash Sweden. It's all the same thing to us. It all looks like people that would shove us in the ovens. But, um, but all those areas that I've seen really via a couple Netflix, uh, Netflix uh, projects, like I've seen Lily Hammer, and I've seen, is it Let the Right One In? Yep, Let the Right One yeah, In. Yeah, like I see those movies, and it actually it seems like a very sterile cool I, I there's something about these areas the the whole snowy everywhere thing that i click with yeah that was going nowhere by the way i just uh, there's something it just very, draws you to those kind of movies it's very alien looking to our sensibility i guess that's what i'm going for here it really i have never seen a shot of them those countries where it isn't blanketed in snow now do they film their knowing that everyone expects snow from them the same way. Like if I'm filming in Miami, I don't show like the day Miami 62 and overcast, you know, it's and like, everyone's wearing a down jacket. Cause they're, yeah, it's Miami. I'm going to show like some fat Cuban asses hanging out and it's sunny. Well, so I don't, I don't know if they feel the need to be snowy, but it really does give it a different vibe. Something that is filmed in that area. It's just very, very cold looking for, lack of any insight whatsoever well i was gonna say coming from i'm from minnesota so for me seeing the snow and stuff that that's just a connection for me and that's probably why a lot of norwegians and swedes settled here but because because we do yeah, get you, it was nothing yeah to me it's like oh that's that's winter that's what we do go out in the cold and but we don't have the nice you know fjords and and that <laughs> definitely well yeah and i Again, I wanted to get off on some tangent that every Norwegian is gorgeous, but then I realized it's just like the people, well, the the women at least, the men they picked were fucking pigs for the most part. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It's like, it's like the wearing the sweatpants with the <laughs> everything yeah, hanging out. I, I mean, they really were slovenly frat boy shit. It's like one of them was an okay looking dude, whereas the three chicks in the film, one of them I, I wanted to marry straight up. And the other two are at least pretty decent. But then I, I realized there's so many people out there who just watch our cinema and think, like, Americans are beautiful. And it, Christ knows it couldn't be further from the truth. Right. When you go with statistics of Americans, it's not. 
Yeah, so God knows what they really have lurking over there. But if nothing else, you should check out the film because a couple of the Scandinavian broads are not too bad looking. Well, and yeah, like I said, then, you know, the one even gets naked in, in the uh, in the bathroom, which I have to say. <laughs> she didn't get naked naked. I'm going to oh. have to contend you. We're, we're talking about Jenny Sklaven, a.k.a. Chris. Yes, she didn't get full full on, but I mean, they they have the shadow of it and they're supposed to be. Having sex. I thought she was still in her bra. <sighs> I'm going to have to fight you on this one. Oh, uh, she probably was still in her bra. Maybe I bet. But... Well, we're yeah, we're jumping ahead of ourselves. We have to. They've been frolicking in the snow thus far. Yes, we'll get. And back. we have we have rocking Norwegian music playing. I love the soundtrack actually. <laughs> I don't know what it is. If you take a guitar rock song and you just put it into any other language, it sounds like it's 20 years old minimum. Like they're that behind the curve. Right. But you put it in Norwegian, it's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I, it was like some weird Norwegian surf rock. I'm not even, it really had a surf sound to it, I guess. You know, a parody of the fact that to them, that's surfing, getting whipped around on a behind a snowmobile in an inner tube. Yeah, that's fun. I'm sure it is. Even I can get behind that, and I'm one lazy sloth. You know, and of course, yeah, then, you know, they go in and warm up, and uh, they're drinking and getting crazy. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, one of the, I'm trying to remember which character, it was a a good all-American name, Erland. That's it, E-R-L-E-N-D. Erland is the the fat blonde guy. Yes! (laughs) Who keeps uh, busting out movie quotes, just... Not even uh, just Indiana Jones quotes, whatever. And uh, Chris, my wife, Jenny Sclavin, is picking up everything he's dropping down. And I found myself getting so physically pissed at this, seeing this fat pig fuck getting the attraction of this woman. And I know it's completely fake. It's a movie. And yet I'm like, you piece of shit. Why is this going on? Like, I I was questioning my citizenship. Especially she's so fucking hot. And he was, yeah, not that attractive at all. And she is, like, out of the three, like, uh, we can describe the three. There's, what, Chris, Sarah, and I'm looking for the third chick name. Liv. I guess Liv. Yeah. Hold on, is it Liv? I don't know. There's, like, Andal Torp. I'm going through the wiki now. Andal Torp is one of the broads. She's Sarah, the blonde one. Blonde one's okay. Chris is the brunette. She's fucking stunning. Oh, I even shoved her. always are. I'm, <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> She's so pretty. You look at her her wiki she's a model actress and presenter that's her third credit you know you're fucking good looking when in life you're just a presenter like and people will look at you do that yeah yeah here i am indicating things on the price is right it's not because you're a fucking ugly troll (laughs) and then there's the third broad who had like dreadlocks but even then she looked okay yeah she was this 
stink fuck dreadlocks. Yeah, get a little more of the backstory. So, yeah, they're having all this fun. They go in to, uh, to warm up, and uh, one of them goes out to go to the outhouse. Our boy Erland. It's not one of them. It's Erland. <laughs> Erland. Our man Erland. Our our main man Erland goes out to um to the outhouse, <laughs> and um, I thought I thought it was the chick though that discovered the guy in the woods. Maybe not. Well, are we talking about uh, the actual get down scene? I forgot. Does another one go out first? Oh, Blondie goes out first. Yes. So bl- that's right. And she kind of undresses, but we don't see anything, which is kind of shit for a horror film. Yeah. I mean, there really should have been, if nothing else, more nudity, maybe. Aren't aren't they like more open about sex over there? Like, don't they greet each other with like two fingers inside you? <laughs> I don't. If they do, I need to maybe make a trip to Norway. <laughs> and I need to never go. <laughs> My virginal ass. <laughs> All no, the women's I, go to Norway. I, I truly was baffled by that, though, because they are supposed to be kind of wild with, like, tits on their networks, and yet I can't get tits in the fucking horror movie. Yeah. Like, over here, we could do that. Right. Well, I mean, sci-fi does that all the time. Um, But, yeah, the blonde goes out and, you know, comes in terrified because... She sees something in the woods, and everyone thinks she's nuts until this creepy old dude <laughs> pops up from behind them and, uh, yeah, comes in, and he's kind of a douche. I mean, he comes in and basically, like, get me a fucking coffee and uh, tells yes, them... Yes, he, he introduces himself as plot device. <laughs> as plot device. <laughs> Pretty much. That is what he was. He just sits down and he's like, let me tell you about what the rest of the movie is going to be. There's <laughs> zombies in these woods. Yes, Cur- Colonel Hertzog. And, uh, of course, they tortured the village and the villagers fought back, but they escaped. And, um, yeah, he just kind of fills in that whole backstory about why why these Nazis are in the middle of Norway, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> This is why. But, um, yeah, then when he's done, he's like, so who made this cup of coffee anyway? It's pretty much shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just that, that he's mooching for free everything. Yeah. That which you gave me is garbage. Uh, and puts out his cigarette in it and then, uh, you know, goes out into the wilderness. <laughs> Bends over and takes a shit in it for good measure. I was impressed by his aim, but uh, not his tact. No? <laughs> No, I, I didn't know if that's a thing in their culture, but I, I can't believe that it's that it would be welcomed even there. <laughs> it's going a little far, yeah. So, um, so yeah, they don't really take him seriously, though, of course, because he's just a, you know, a crazy old man, so to speak. But um, yeah, then while they're partying, you know, um, it's your wife and uh, <laughs> and the ugly guy. <laughs> Chris and Erland, yes. <laughs> Decide. Um, well, he goes out first, you know. Oh, I'll set the scene because this is another it? one that just pissed me off to no end. And again, I'm not joking or saying that for comedic effect. I really was like physically mad about this because this fat slop bucket, Erland, waddles out to, and he's like, not even trying to play it cool. This girl, Chris, has been flirting with him. And I know I'm talking about them like they're real. And they're just stupid characters in this stupid movie. But Chris has been laying it down pretty thick that she wants to fuck Erland. This fat shit. I mean, like, like, hard 
car, like super obvious. She's just being flirty as hell. She's catching his dorky references and like referencing back. I love their stumbling. By the way, they make a Simpsons reference, but over there they can't get too deep because I wonder if they've only seen like eight episodes in their lifetime. Right. So like he busts out the beer and he just literally goes, mmm, beer. And she replies with, dough. And then they share a moment because it's like, I guess it's supposed to be magical that she simply caught it was a Simpsons reference, period. She's super, Much less anything super deep that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you mentioned the quickie mart, she won't know what the fuck you're talking about, but she can catch dough and beer. <laughs> dough, so, a beer, a female yeah. beer. <laughs> Erlen gets his fat ass out to the outhouse. And again, not playing it cool, despite the fact in real life, if like a girl that looked like this was acting at all interested in the slop bucket, he'd be terrified. Oh. Instead, he, he gets up. He's like, I'm going to take a shit to the whole group. <laughs> just just goodbye, <laughs> goodbye to you all. I have to shit loudly. And he goes to the outhouse. And it's an outhouse. It's not running water. So you can only imagine what it fucking smells like. I don't care if it's 20 below absolute zero. It's still going to stink like shit. It's going to be fucking horrible. Yeah. And he dry, like he puts fresh mud on top of everything and wipes himself. With his right hand. And right after he's done with that, Chris, like the sexiest thing on earth, like comes in, grabs his right hand, and sticks his index finger in her mouth. And for a second, even (laughs) he makes the expression like, oh, you pig bitch. But he's like, well, fuck it, I'm getting some. And they start plowing on top of his stink. I mean, it's like, how implausible do you want to get? I know. Well, well, that's what I thinking too it's like okay so like someone's just like i'm gonna take this like huge shit i'm not gonna be like yeah you want to know what i want to do go out and fucking hop on while he's still fucking sitting sitting there with this stank like coming up from the depths well, of the out- at first i wanted to excuse it all as like a cultural thing the flirtations leading up to it because when they're first going out there it's pretty open just like hey who's fucking who I'm like, okay, they're pretty advanced over there. I I know from my childhood, there's a line of Swedish erotica porno films. I don't know if it's still around. But it it was like, you know, those Swedes over there, they know they're fucking. So I'm guessing it's just one big key party over there 24-7. Sweden, Norway, the whole mess of it. But there's no way where there's a land where fat guys, while they're fresh in their own shit, have like a solid 10 hop on their dick and ride them to completion that that's just not real well no <laughs> no not to mention i mean that's she less might... real than the zombies yeah. <laughs> well and i guess it's because i'm from a cold climate but it's like if you're gonna have a quickie and it's fucking zero degrees outside you're not gonna be stripping down to your bra or whatever they fucking did either and that's just a pet peeve of mine i was like that's <laughs> no, you just pull down your snow pants and show like enough of your ass crack to take it right basically okay how can we get the least amount of clothes off and still fit it in there and yeah you wouldn't be like you know they make a big deal out of them throwing their clothes off and do <laughs> I, I I couldn't even get a rod in that temperature with like the way your blood sucks in. Like I would maybe have like a two inch rod with three four inches buried inside me. You know, maybe that's why she's it, working so hard. I don't. <laughs> it, it'd be barely functional. Whatever did get out there. Yeah. So, <laughs> but of course, like all horror movies, then what does sex lead to? <laughs> Death. 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 Of course, good old Chris. Not not only a, a trooper 
as she's just shown. She's taken one for the team. <laughs> but the the hottest thing in the movie by far has to get eviscerated because she because she hopped on Fatso. <laughs> maybe that's like, maybe that's the secret reason. Like yeah. Nazi zombie was sitting out in the woods and he's like, oh no, she's not. Oh, fuck this. Yeah, not only does she she hop on this European hasn't bathed in two days in a cabin. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, they they did you see a shower in that fucking cabin? Did you see them snow showering? There's no. obviously not even running water. I mean, yeah, they're just sitting there letting their goddamn foreskin schmegma build up, but then she's like, let me peel that back for you and stick it in my gun. <laughs> After sucking on your right. Yeah, I mean, she's lucky she got killed. The fucking yeast infection she would have had after that shit, she would have prayed for death. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So she she had to be the first one to go. I mean, that's all there was about it, I guess. (laughs) Well, and the falling, oh, then falling in all this shit. Oh, it's fucking gross. Well, what happens, yeah, the, the snow zombies finally show themselves. By eviscerating Chris, they then rip off her head and kind of fling that around the, the window for everyone else to see. And then they, they come at the cabin. Oh, and it's like what? pure panic at that point. Sheridan? <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) immediately we've gone from, you know, let's play uh, just the tip to, oh shit, there's 10 to 20 zombies outside. It's on. (laughs) It's definitely on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's so, well, throughout the whole film, you know, it's, they try to be so graphic about, I don't know how many times we saw intestines or, um, well, even when the, the one guy, so during this whole panic, the one guy gets pulled out by the Nazi zombies, and it's like, you know, when they peel his head apart in the brain, you know, they have to... Why Why can you not remember Erland's name? <laughs> Maybe I'm trying to block it. From My man brain. Erland gets his head pulled apart like it's fucking scanners. <laughs> <laughs> and literally his brain falls out like a, like a Mars attacks yes. intact brain just on the floor. Just falls splat right on the floor mm-hmm. as he's ripped apart well maybe i try to block erland out it's like a subconscious thing fat erland and his cheese dick <laughs> you take anything away from the movie <laughs> but um yeah so it's panic and everything and then you know they decide of course that the best way to go about things is of course to split up into different groups <laughs> yeah they they come to uh a pretty definitive plan right quick <laughs> instead of the usual let's hole up and get picked off one by one it just becomes we're gonna what is the plan actually i'm trying to remember they get they let the girls run and the guys create a diversion yes but originally the whole thing was they couldn't decide who so they had said you know 
well, let's split up, and the <clears throat> two of us are going to have to create a diversion and basically lure these Nazi zombies away and be bait. Well, the other mm-hmm. two try to run to the car, which they have no idea where the fucking car is at all. Because um, evidently they don't remember where they walked um, along a path. But I just, they're all looking at each other and without speaking, they're like, thank God the fat one died. Because <laughs> if he asked to be one of the two who ran to safety, shit would be awkward. <laughs> but it was, it was still awkward because, I mean, at first it was almost like the guys wanted the women to do it. And all of a sudden it was like, well, okay, well, uh, fuck, I guess we'll do it. And they're sitting out there, you know clanging on shit trying to get the <laughs> the zombies but then they just drop their shit and run fucking terrified but to be fair i think the guys should have got to to run while the girls were the diversion because out of a purely sexist place i would prefer a male doctor <laughs> purely sexist well obviously <laughs> <laughs> i think the guys should have been the distraction i mean be gentlemen for fuck's sake. I, the guys are faster. They could, like, seriously. The, the girls have their little short legs. I know they're Scandinavian, so if they're short over there, they're still like 5'11", or however many centimeters. But uh, I'm voting for the guys here. Oh, I think Fairly we're... selfish reasons, but... I was gonna say, I think we're gonna have to just agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we can do that respectfully as adults. That's right. <laughs> and, well, and it doesn't really work anyway. I mean... Because there's, there's so many. That's the thing about these zombies, though. Is like, to me, they would be a bit terrifying. Because it's like, they're military trained. For some reason, they don't have brains. But they're fucking organized as shit. And like, <laughs> evidently they have some strategy behind them. But, you know, and they're the fast kind, you know. Movies, yeah, movies have they, like slow zombies. And then other ones have that They look like the slow zombies. ones, though. They l- like, they, they look very rotted and frozen through, and yet they do have that sprinting power. Yeah, like, they just come out of fucking nowhere and take somebody out. Ugh, very inconsistent. Because they do look like the slow. And they make the noise, like, uh... The slow. <laughs> they look like the slow. I like that. <laughs> so, yeah. The, uh, the splitting up, though, doesn't... Well, it doesn't go very well for the women anyway. I mean, the guys were supposed to be the distraction. No, and not like to assault the plot of a zombie film, but it, there's like 50 million fucking zombies out there. It'd be like you're in shark-infested waters, and we're going to go this way and distract the sharks. No, guess what? There's just more sharks, asshole. <laughs> it's the fucking ocean, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're not going anywhere. You're not leading the sharks like the damn Pied Piper. Yes. So yeah, they, you know, and obviously, if they've been there for so long, they know the terrain a lot better. Um, so yeah, the the women obviously, of course, they can't outrun these zombies. Even they're women. Oh, that is not why. That is not why. Because <laughs> they're stumpy, slow women. <laughs> they didn't stop to apply their makeup or something. I mean, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on! I have to look good. My tampon popped out. Slow down. Slow down. But I thought it was. I don't know, I did kind of like that they put in that... I mean, it was purely, again, everything kind of just slotted in here to be... Um, yeah, just to kind of get certain parts and certain images. But it's like, they have the one where... So they've caught... They've been caught, uh, the two women that remain. And um, 
Slow, stumpy women, yes. <laughs> they're not slow, stumpy women. They're fucking hot Norwegian babes. <laughs> to be fair, they're not the hot one. <laughs> they're the two decent ones left over. Oh, great. So they're like the wing... Would they be like wing women, then, in that case, instead of... Oh, yeah, yeah. The the other would be the queen bee. You would be happy to bang any of the three, don't get me wrong, but it'd be like your alpha-as-fuck friend who would get to fuck Chris Aww. in real life, which, again, is why I was livid that fat shit Erland Out of put all his of uncut them? hog inside her. <laughs> You're just never gonna get over that, are you? <laughs> no, I was genuinely pissed watching that part of the movie and again this is a, a dumb movie that made me feel nothing like there was no fear i didn't really chuckle at the quote-unquote funny parts but i was literally really pissed watching this fat shit fuck the hot chick oh, oh that's no good <laughs> but <laughs> what i was gonna say though is they have the scene where she's being you know, she's half conscious being eaten by these zombies and she's watching them pull again with the intestines, like pull her insides out and digest her. And it's like, at least for me, that was like one part where it was actually a little bit terrifying, not just because graphic, it's so horrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of like um, we've totally there... we've totally forgotten about. Um, <laughs> we just wrote him off the um, their other mate, their other friend who. Um, goes well, the, out the one okay-looking guy. Yeah, who goes out looking for his girlfriend. Yeah, his side mission. Yes. It, it, that's he's he's just there to break up the action, so it's not this one party. So we get to flip back to, I I forget what uh, long-haired Mick, not morbidly obese, is named. He was, but he was all right looking though. For sure. Yeah, I was saying he's the one guy like. Uh, I'm not mowing it up or anything. He's the one guy that like probably is a, an okay looking dude out of the group. The rest are uh, just gross, not good looking dudes. Uh, I I thought horror movies everyone was supposed to be okay looking. So they but maybe they are good looking by Norwegian standards. I mean, if they are, we have to we have to move yesterday. As simple <laughs> as that. If that's what's fuckable over there, I mean, if Erland really does pull pussy like that. You will be Skyping me with, like, a seven-hour time difference the next time we talk. <laughs> you'll be in Norway, then you won't even yeah. have time to Skype with me because you'll have so much fucking pussy coming after you. I, I will uh, have a sock cap around my testicles to keep them warm and functioning in their climate. <laughs> well, you're out having sex on uh, outhouse yeah. toilets. I will, I will just be wailing on tens, apparently. <laughs> Making shitty, be like, do you know Apu? And then I could get my dick in her mouth. Oh, yuck. <laughs> that is apparently witty foreplay over there, referencing an American show that's 20 years old. Mm. We are so much like the Ross and Rachel, and then I'm fucking her in her ass two seconds later. <laughs> you Exactly. You know friends? <laughs> yeah. You could start making maybe like some Seinfeld references and stuff. You can't even get deep with it. You can't even be like the one where he fucks her on the first date. She'd be like, what does that mean? He'd be like, it's a deep reference to how their titles were set up, and you can't get it, you dumb meatball. Here's my cock. <laughs> no. Yeah, here it is. No foreskin. I'm exotic to you. <laughs> exotic is erotic. Yeah. I learned that in Psych 101. Is it? Supposedly. Yeah. I'm, I, I kind of, yes, kind of no. Like, like fucking exotic deformities are exotic. Like an albino is exotic. No one wants to fuck the albino. <laughs> There's that. But I mean, how many, 
you know, how many white dudes are like, oh, yeah, I totally want a fucking Asian chick or a... A lot of white dudes. I think most people in general, most dudes got yellow fever. I don't really get it. I got nothing against Asian broads, but I, I don't understand the fetish for them either. You know, or or the <laughs> or the black guys with freaking you know fat blonde chicks. You know, that that's just pulling what they you know. I I think the black dudes have moved on from the the fat blonde chicks i pretty sure black guys can pull like reasonable looking white chicks now that was like back in 95 though when the average <laughs> white chick wasn't giving a brother anything and now now that we're more enlightened they have a bigger well, pool yeah. yeah like back in the day i think it was just like the fat chicks like i'm, I'm not getting anything from team white so come here tyrone <laughs> plus yeah their whole well supposedly <laughs> bigger bigger members <laughs> I, I've watched enough porn. I don't know if it's supposed, but <laughs> I, oh, I guess. Well, being a woman, I've seen. I definitely have watched my share of porn, but whore, not <laughs> podcast whore. This recording's <laughs> over now. Oh, click. Oh no, <laughs> we are getting away from the movie, though. <laughs> oh no, shit! <laughs> you sounded very, uh, very Scandinavian with that. <laughs> I'm I'm from Minnesota. Yeah, you, you busted it. You showed it right there. I yeah, I definitely. Oh no. Geez. Oh no. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> William H Macy and Fargo over here. <laughs> that's oh, that's the joke because you know Far. Yeah, they exaggerate it quite a bit, but Fargo was filmed in Minneapolis and St. Paul. As a matter of fact, because that's where the, well, then. the Coen brothers are from. Well then, exactly that hotbed of Judaism. What? <laughs> Scandinavianism. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they said when the Coens moved to town. <laughs> oh. Read the sign. You're not welcome. Oh. Damn it. We need to get back to some Nazi zombies. I mean, Nazis are. <laughs> yeah. Nancy, we're talking about race. Nazis were racist. These are Nazi zombies. See? We're still covering yeah, we, the movie. We, we have to summarize for the good people what happens in a zombie movie. <laughs> One of the 25 best of all time. Let's show it some uh, some love. Show, show us, it what it deserves. Show it some fucking respect, exactly. for fuck's sake. That's right. So yeah, they do, you know, they have that, the whole side story of him looking for the already dead He's girlfriend. looking for his chick. Yeah, he's looking for his girlfriend. I, I don't know... I suppose that's how Fatso gets his poon because they're going to act like the good-looking guy is being loyal to his chick, so none of the other chicks are trying to. They fuck don't him. even have a chance with him. Yeah. Yeah, because apparently, hot, hot shit Sarah, his girlfriend, is out and about, and then he finds Sarah de decrapitated, as Beavis once said. Oh. <laughs> finds her head. Yes, he does in the Nazi zombie cave when he's exploring. Yeah. That he happens uh, to just fall into. Uh, he falls into it, and there's a lot of killing. That, that's really what we can summarize. I think everyone dies, or most everyone dies, at the hands of the Nazi zombies. Yes, pretty much. Well, <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's... I, I hate when people do that on my show. It's like, no, no, no. You, I know you need an hour of material. Let's boil it down to 30 seconds. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, John. <laughs> Ruining my show. Um... <laughs> Well, and that's where it gets more ridiculous, because, you know, he gets in the the fight with the one Nazi zombie, and, you know, 
they fall off the cliff and somehow he stays alive by holding on to yet more like intestines there there was a discount on whatever prop they made that out of like hoses were two dollars a you know 25 feet at norway's walmart or whatever the hell would that be like normart or something (laughs) i I don't know what the hell they have over there but it had to be because there was fucking intestines everywhere you know and like it's always a mart though what exactly but yeah definitely with the intestines and the hanging off and yeah the other guys i love the, the one scene i do did kind of make me laugh that you're supposed to is when um, well, they. <laughs> this is when I was nodding off during the movie, so you tell me. <laughs> I'll fill you in. So the guys make it back to the cabin, and they're holed up in the cabin, and they're gonna defend themselves by um making these kind of makeshift Molotov cocktails. So okay, so it's pretty much Home Alone right now. <laughs> yes, we've moved on to Home Alone, and the guy gets ready, lights it. The zombie breaks out the window, and instead of fucking chucking it out the window, he chucks it against the wall of the cabin and starts to burn the cabin down. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like my mom in a high-pressure situation. She would have a lit Molotov cocktail and just start pouring it on her face. I'm sorry, I got confused. As her eyes melt down her cheeks. Yeah, so it's like, fucking morons! So, of course, you know, the... This colonel that is supposed to be some badass or something is watching. Um, as yeah, he sees the smoke start pouring out, so they decide to run to the shed, which they find all these tools, of course, including you know the ever popular chainsaw. <laughs> uh-huh. So they've got a chainsaw and some hatchets and things, and they set up for this all-on, you know, zombie assault. again with the um norwegian music as they (laughs) they decide to um take on all of these zombies and they think they've finished but alas the colonel you know commands and suddenly all these zombies come out of the fucking snow like they were all down and he commands them to all arise and suddenly you know the hands just like coming out of graves you know start coming out of the snow thriller yeah exactly it's snow thriller with white people snow thriller with white people well michael jackson was white at the end i I think every movie made in norway is a white person movie well (laughs) there's no queen latifah remake of steel magnolias over in that place 
Yeah, I don't. You don't see that many black. <laughs> They're black Norwegians. It's a good question. I I mean, if you watch Lilyhammer, they have a couple coming over as part of like a. Uh, you know, I, they have their. They have foreigners coming over. I'm trying to remember. Immigrants. There's the, yeah, there's the simple word I was looking foreigners. for. Like stroke victim. Yeah. <laughs> those dirty F words. No. They have them coming over and they're they're treated rather hostily. I can imagine. They they use the, the Norwegian <laughs> Norwegian equivalent of a certain magical word, which I won't spit out on your show. I I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, we carry an explicit tag, but not... <laughs> yeah, this show is brought to you by Afrosheen. Oh. Don't want to anger your sponsors. <laughs> My long list of waiting sponsors for the show. And how this all relates to Nazi zombies, I'll have no fucking clue. <laughs> oh, But, um... We'll make our way, I guess, since we're already moving towards the end of the, end of the movie. I love that, um... I don't know if you remember because you did say you were kind of half conscious, but the one, um, the girl with the dreads. Yeah, stinky hair. <laughs> she survives. She sur- oh, stinky hair lives? Yeah. She makes it back to the guys, but the one guy, you know, is in the middle of battle, so he ends up, like, basically turning around and <laughs> and killing her, or, you know. <laughs> so. Oh, no, one of the guys has turned already? <laughs> no. <laughs> It was just in the heat of battle, she got in the middle of things, and she's... Oh, because of her fucking stink hair, he's like, oh, there's a corpse behind me. And and that's th- that's the end of the women. I mean, at that point, I mean, why even continue, really? <sighs> well, yeah, I for me, that's where, you know, the actual surviving might take place. Now that the dead weight has been cut loose. Oh, my... That's fucking <laughs> horrible! You sexist bastard. <laughs> well... <laughs> Yes, I claim to be funny, and then I talk like this. <laughs> Such a disappointment. No, no. Um, but yes, we'll jump. We'll jump to the end. So essentially, the the Nazis are really they're just after the the gold and the um, valuables that were found in the cabin. Is basically how how. It- yeah, it's actually the whole thing that got this movie. These these Nazis stole gold from the citizenry of the area. And it was all hidden inside this cabin. How convenient. Of of course. And, you know, the young people, of course, had to take some and put them on, you know, themselves in their pockets and wear it like bling. Why, why wouldn't you little weight it up? <laughs> I love how they were trying to be all blingy with it. And, um, but, um, yeah, at the end, the guy figures out that the way that he's going to outsmart these Nazis is to give them their gold and uh, all the jewelry. So he, yes. he um, basically hands over the goodie box and, um, yeah, takes off for, um, for the car, which he somehow stumbles across and has keys as well, evidently. I, I just like how in 60 fucking years of being frozen within roughly a mile of this gold they've never stumbled upon it right they've they've never magically i mean they just they just said you know what 
it's Tuesday. We're we're gonna get this gold finally. And obviously the cabin isn't like well used, but they've just never went in. They've never explored. I mean, is it like vampires? They have to be like invited in or what? They, they, they just that's the part that again, I'm not one of those guys who's going to analyze a fucking movie where Nazi zombies come back to life, but that that part is a little ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous for even what the movie is. They they yeah, cuz the kids do no right of invocation. It's not like Evil Dead where they're talking, you know, reading chapters from that skin book Necronomicon or whatever. Right. Well, that they're... that was the other thing is the old guys like, "Oh, well, you don't want to, you know, wake up the evil in this area." It's like they did nothing specific to wake up the evil. Mhm. They could have just had him play hide and seek for the whole what was it, hour and something movie looking for their gold. But I I sorry, I literally some I'm looking at porn right now. Oh, okay. We're <laughs> That's almost That's why I had I had nothing to help you with. You're like talking and then I'm just reading something about Lisa Sparks doing some gangbang where she plowed nine hundred and nineteen guys in twelve hours and then the random fact is she's been married to the same man for over eighteen years. <laughs> So. See, this is why I need to get you in a studio versus at home. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, then you wouldn't have the cat. <laughs> you, or the dog puking. <laughs> Give it and take it, my friend. Oh, that's true. So, <laughs> so, so, anyway, it ends, of course, they're setting up for, and I'll get into that, there's going to be a sequel. But um, Oh, yay, because the, there's so much more room to explore dramatically. Yeah, well, you know, it ends with, uh, he finds the car, he still has the keys. The good-looking one. He remembered to grab to grab the keys, and um, goes to, you know, start the car up, and of course a gold coin falls out of his, um, <laughs> out of his pocket. One coin. Yep, one coin falls out and uh, hits the floor, and then he's like, oh, fuck, you know? <laughs> And sure enough, the colonel's like, boom, at the at the window. And if they, you know, they left it with that cliffhanger so they could have a, they just announced it too. Like, I just saw some articles. The first poster came out because, of course, they're planning to um, try to get it at the, um, the Sundance Festival again as well. So since they had so much success the first time, they're going to give it another go with the, uh, I mean, in all seriousness, it it kind of achieved, I remember hearing about Dead Snow when it first came out, it kind of achieved almost a, I want to say like a a human centipede kind of thing. And I know when the human centipede sequel came out that uh, a lot of people at least said they were going to see it. I don't know if they actually did, but it certainly had a name for itself based upon the strength of the first. I think that the same thing could happen with Dead Snow, in all honesty. Well, I, where a bunch of people wouldn't see it, but would at least know about it. Right. Well, and I mean, that being said, I mean, it's a Norwegian film that most of us have heard of. You know, it's like my friends will ask, you know, oh, what movie are you covering this episode? And it's like, oh, Dead Snow and they all, the, the Nazi zombie movie. So, yeah, it already kind of has that almost kind of cult status in a way. Yeah. And again, these these movies are definitely helped out by being on Netflix. I feel most of us are very lazy viewers when it comes to checking out anything. And if it's not on Netflix, it's already at a severe disadvantage. That That's really what made Mad Men and Breaking Bad so huge 
for their last couple of seasons is they tossed the whole back catalog on uh, Netflix. Right. And people were able to just go back and it's like, oh, everyone loves this show. I can finally see it without any actual effort. I don't have to pay for a damn thing to check it out. Orange is the new black and all that. Exactly. Yeah. Instantly available. The fact that Dead Snow has been on Netflix for like two goddamn years at this point minimum. And the same thing happened with Human Centipede. Like once that got on Netflix, everyone was like, okay, this isn't just the movie I've heard talked about. I've actually seen it now. Right. Well, and you scroll through and you go, oh, oh, that movie. Or, you know, that looks fucking weird. Mm -hmm. Let's scope that out. So definitely Netflix helps. And uh, well, even when picking stuff for the show, I mean, I try to pick stuff off Netflix just because so many people have it. It's a lot easier to both be able to see the film that way. It is. Are you looking up more porn right now? No, I'm not actually. Oh, <laughs> okay. Some people, some people. So, um, yeah. Well, now that uh, I think we've sufficiently covered some Nazi zombies and the crazy sex lives of Norwegians, mm-hmm. we... or what we assume. Yes, yes. What we're shown of. <laughs> Of it. I don't know. Have you ever looked up Norwegian porn? I know I haven't. But... I mean, yeah, no no joke. I used to watch a ton of this shit called Swedish erotica. It was just like in a tin, that like actual reel-to-reels that my dad had. And it had like all of your major players, John Holmes, John Keyes, Aunt Peg, all fucking each other with their pubes, like just out and about. Back when porn stars had pubes. They're, they've gone back that way. Like, no joke. It's it's not a clean shave world anymore. There's a lot of people that are kind of, they'll, they're not going nuts with it. Like it's not 1986 Bush, but some sort of hair is making a comeback. And you and I are from the same generation. I'm not so sure how I feel about it. Honesty, I, honestly, I just like it clean. It's just easier to handle with. Well, that's how I keep it, you know. Yeah, no one wants that vaguely pissy smell on whatever pubes are left. You know? yeah. Oh, oh. That shit. Yeah, men or women. I'm sorry, men. <laughs> men have to keep it clean and trim as well. I yeah, I don't I don't do like baby's ass bare, but it's pretty shorn. <laughs> yeah, women appreciate that as well. Haven't not. Yeah. But yeah, the the question that I kind of put out to my listeners this week was actually about basically on the last episode we talked about kind of checking things off a list, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like, what are some sexual acts or sexual things that they want to, you know, try that they haven't yet? So I kind of put it out. It's it's like a sexual wish list in a way, you know, like, oh, hey, like. Did they really quickly blurt out with a dog and then they realized <laughs> it wasn't going to go there so <laughs> and had to pull back? No, I I haven't received the with a dog. No bestiality yet. Um yeah, I will play. Puritanical people you deal with. Oh, trust me. <laughs> Far from puritanical. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's like I was trying to think of even things on my list. I mean, I've talked about before, like, I think it'd be really hot on a, on a train, you know, like on public transit. Um, what is this fucking green eggs and ham? <laughs> what? On a train in a plane. <laughs> I would do it on a train. I will fuck you on a plane. <laughs> Sorry, my cats are beating the shit out of each other right I now. Like, I just thought that was maybe like good timing. <laughs> on the cat's part. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, so what sort of things are on your uh, sexual to-do list, if you have one? Uh, you know, I, I don't get that fucking nuts. Not like I haven't been around the block a couple times, but, like, my demands are so... I, I still need me a good old-fashioned threesome with two broads. Not not the bad kind of threesome, as I call it. The devil's threesome. <laughs> what? Like, the good I'm not. I've not heard that, like, <laughs> the good AIDS and the bad AIDS. The, 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 yeah, good AIDS is the one in someone else, and bad AIDS is in me. <laughs> oh. No, the, the spit roasting, the the two men. That's the devil's threesome. That's not good. Oh, but see, I'd well, I'd totally You're be down girl. for. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'd totally be down for for male male. It's like a like a fat person, like two pieces of cake, certainly. They would enjoy that. No, I I I need me two chicks at once. Uh, other than that. You know, it'd just be nice to have a girlfriend that lets you plow around. Like, that's, I know, more mythical than a unicorn. <laughs> right? But, like, the most profound thing I ever saw was this movie, Autofocus. And it has uh, Greg Kinnear as Bob Crane, the guy from Hogan's Heroes. Okay. And the guy was a fucking sexaholic, not Greg Kinnear. I don't know what he does. But Bob Crane in real life was, like, a sitcom star back when being on a sitcom meant you were like one of the Beatles uh-huh. and the guy was a massive fucking sex addict and he traveled with in the movie as Willem Dafoe I think John Carpenter was the guy's name in real life not the director I was gonna Some say other, John Carpenter really <laughs> another John Carpenter and he traveled with that guy who was like at the forefront of uh, he was somehow able to procure this video camera recording equipment so these were like the first guys to just record their banging exploits and long story short, he's going head over ass into this world of sex addiction. He loses his first wife, Rita Wilson. Or that's Tom Hanks's wife, right? Yes. Okay, yes. Rita Wilson was the first one. The second wife is Maria Bello. And she is just, like, cool with him going out pretty much every night to hound around. Wow. And it was really just like, oh, you boys will be boys. Just come back in time for supper. I'm like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I want. I mean, that's... I might as well have a fucking unicorn. I, I was going to say, I mean, that I... That has an Xbox One built in its tummy. But... <laughs> oh, now you're fucking stretching it, yeah. <laughs> our our hostess, she 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 walks the walk. She doesn't just talk the talk. She's a, a kinky-ass bitch in all the good ways. But uh, I... I don't have what I feel is that wild of a, a wild side when it comes to the sex shit. Like, I, I guess a threesome is a pretty basic request. Uh, there's not a ton I want to explore. I don't, you know, it's like, obviously, I guess being a woman, there tends to be, we're more, I'm going to say, mental versus visual. So it's like we tend to, I think it, maybe it's more women that we tend to have certain scenarios that go on in our head that it's like, yep, that will fucking trick trick me off because... You know, we have to well, be what are thinking about something. I would say, um, yeah, most of mine involve either some sort of exhibitionism, go figure, or, um, you know, like the train thing. It's not necessarily having sex on a train. It's the... Or having one run on you. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> not that kind of train. Um... Uh, or the air conditioner brand. <laughs> not that either. <laughs> Um, but you know, the fact that like somebody could be watching it is the part that is, is hot about it. Not, (laughs) 
as consenting adult. But does it does it have yeah. to be like someone attractive who's watching? Like, what if it's just some like eighty five year old guy being like, oh, and like yeah, rips it and out, he's like starts. <laughs> he's watching you from his nursing home window while taking a liquidy shit with Wheel of Fortune on in the background. Don't is it still hot? Don't rain on my masturbation parade. We'll okay? see. So it has to be someone attractive watching. It could be an average, an average Joe, but so Philip Seymour Hoffman, <laughs> but in Boogie Nights. No. But I mean, obviously, the person watching, I don't envision like fucking senior citizen or something like that. No, but it's not fucking Johnny Depp or Brad Pitt watching either. You know, just throw. So, so you're slumming it a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> But I would say I would say that or yeah the whole male like having two males at the same time as well. Those are your things. Those are my things. Well, those are fine things. You know. And... I, I think your parents could learn that and not you know still let you in the house. <laughs> oh my god. Growing up with me, I don't think very much would shock my parents, but I still make sure I filter my Facebook posts about uh, my podcast. <laughs> well, I would especially with this. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. Well, the other day I was terrified because my my dad actually said something to the effect of like, oh, I saw something about a podcast on your Facebook and I clicked on it and I went into fucking panic mode. <laughs> because. Well, this is something you'd you'd be like way pissed if they heard any of this stuff, right? Oh, like, or... yeah. I mean, pretty much I, I have now since told him, like, if you see anything about a podcast, don't don't click it but it it wasn't one of mine it was you know again i'm um i started out as a podcast listener so um you know podcasts that i do tune into i will um you know kind of retweet or you know repost things on facebook about their different episodes and that's it just happened to be one of those that um he had clicked on and seen because he wanted to know more about them um so it wasn't mine after all and speaking of things you probably don't want your parents hearing about i got a lot of email and message submissions this week from my listeners so um here is some of what they said were their sexual wish list items doing two chicks at the same time Having an orgy in a dark room where you can feel and hear and have all the other sensory things, but you have no visual stimulation. On the hood of a car in the summer rain. And finally, one listener said they'd love to meet someone who could bring both of them to spiritual bliss where they are pleasing and pleased both equally. As always, a big thank you to those who are willing to share their answers to our sexual question for this episode. So uh, with that, I suppose we should probably get wrapping up with the show. We can do that. And um, yeah, so you can tell all my lovely listeners um, where they can check you out on the internet. Great. To those who made it thus far, I shall proceed. So I do a show called Papa's Basement, and it's a podcast. There's no premise. Unlike Meg here, who actually tries and has plots and lines up guests and shit like that, I just talk for an hour. And then I'm like, oh, we're home free. And I go home and look at porn, Mm -hmm. just like I did while on the air. 
so I might have to get that home studio set up. But if you get on iTunes, you can look up Papa's Basement. There's also Papa's Football Podcast. And those are the two podcasts I do. The websites are pfpod.com as well as inpapasbasement.com. There's a bit of writing on each one as well. So if you do the iTunes subscription, it's still worth your time to check out either site. And I do uh, the writing for a comic called The Spookies. And the URL is thespookiescomic.com. And that is just got like a Kickstarter video put up for it. And we're kind of whoring that one around the internet. But those are my... (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. Those are my three things I'm kind of pimping around the... Around the internet? Yep. Papa's Basement, the football podcast, The Spookies. And then, of course, pictures of my genitals. Oh, well, and uh, with that, uh, <laughs> not the pictures of your genitals. I haven't received any of those. Um, but um, the night is young. <laughs> we are now on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, uh, so you can find Screams and Moans there, as well as Twitter is at Screams and Moans. And... I am at Papa's Basement. Don't forget that. and we're also on facebook so just the facebook address slash screams and moans and of course we've got the lovely website www.screamsandmoans.com and um if you submit an answer to our uh question for each episode those can be emailed um either in text or uh, if you're so kind as to record something sexy, you can email it to screamsandmoans at gmail.com. And speaking of submitting answers to our question, um, the question for the next episode is, do you or someone you know <laughs> have a fetish? And if so, what is it? So, um, again, I'm looking forward to your answers to the question, and you can submit them to screamsandmoans at gmail.com. And with that, have a wonderfully sexy day. Bye!